0: The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms, who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome
1: to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. It's just me this week, and I am so glad that you have joined us for Real Victory Radio because I have an exciting interview for you today with an author that I have come to know and love, and we're going to be talking about Abby McDonald's book, Shift. If we want to see God in the midst of our struggles, we have to change the way we look for him. When the desires of our hearts are filled, it's easy to see God miracles, answers to prayer and abundant blessings all testify to God's presence. But what about the seasons when he becomes invisible shift explores the life changing truth that when we adjust our lens to focus our eyes on God himself, rather than on what we wish we were seeing in our lives. He reveals himself to us and to those around us. No matter our circumstances, we can see God in our lives right here and right now. That is what Abby's book is about. And Abby is a blogger and speaker, a wife, a mom whose work has been featured on Encourage for Every Mom, I Believe, Crosswalk, and more. Her passion is to empower women to grow in faith and hope even when life is messy she's earned a bachelor's degree in english from the university of south carolina and teaches writing workshops both online and at conferences throughout the year abby lives with her husband and three children in western maryland and you can connect with her at abby we'll have that in the show notes so you can connect with her we're excited to talk about this topic today we want to with 2020, the year we talked about getting a clearer vision a couple of weeks ago in the show. We're just going to kind of continue that conversation, but talking to Abby this week about her book, Shift, Changing Our Focus to See the Presence of God. Abby, welcome to the show. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for having me. Well, we are excited to have you on today. I've been reading your book, and it... The first chapter really got me. It made me think, and I loved the questions at the end, and it really just, I had a, a moment with God. So really, what prompted you to write the book? Well, what
2: prompted me to write the book, Amy, was really just my own struggles and struggles that I would see other people in my life going through when they were encountering a difficult season and specifically when I felt like God was prompting me to take a step of faith and things didn't turn out the way I anticipated. And I think that that's a struggle that a lot of us go through as believers. We always have expectations in our minds of how things are going to go and how they're going to turn out. And when things don't go according to plan, we often question ourselves, whether we actually heard from God, and we can question our faith. And so that's what really prompted me to write the book and to explore that um, and to explore those seasons when we wonder, if, was that really God? Did I hear from Him at all? And explore that question some more.
1: Well, I know all of us have... Dealt with that in our lives. There are times when we just look at God and we think, I don't understand. I don't get it. I love in your book on page 26. You said, our job is to do what God is asking us to do and to be confident that he will do the rest. When we choose to love in the name of Jesus, the ending will always be beautiful. That's on page 26, y'all. If you're looking at the book or grab it and It is so true that when we don't really understand what's going on, that we lose our focus. And at the end of every chapter, you have this section where we have questions and things that is called adjusting our lens. Can you tell us a little bit about how we can utilize those questions to help us do that, adjust our lens? Sure.
2: Sure. Well, the Adjusting Our Lens section at the end of each chapter is really designed to do just that, because I think it's unrealistic that we as humans will let go of our expectations, you know, because we are human, and our experiences and the way we view God, um, they're all shaped by our unique personalities, and God knows that. And I think that the Adjusting Our Lens section, is really just designed to help us view God through the truths of Scripture, um, to maybe think outside the box a little bit and look for God in ways that we may not necessarily have thought about, uh, to look back at our own experiences and see how God has been with us in the past, and that's one of the things that I talk about in the book is sometimes we just have to, we have to remind ourselves of how faithful God has been, you know, and how He has carried us through these seasons where at the time we may not have seen Him at all. But then when we look back, we can see His hand and we can see how He was there. But it took that time and space for us to really see that.
1: I did and that so, in that first chapter when I was looking back right. at how God had shown up for me and how I could trust him to show up for me in the future. And second Timothy two thirteen in the ESV says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful. And I wrote yes. in the side notes that for he cannot deny himself, he is not able to deny himself. He is faithful to us, even when we're not faithful, even when Amen. we leave, he stays. And that was my moment with the Lord that was yes. just so um inspiring for me. It was also just a sweet moment with him to remember that I can trust him with the big things that are going on in my life. And, you know, like. I have a prodigal and I really have to keep my, I want to pull back and, and hold on to that so heavy. And I do have big expectations of how God's Mm going to answer that, but I really have to come to him with open hands and let him have his way. And it's hard. It is. Yes, absolutely. It's hard. Why do you think a change in our perspective is crucial to see God's hand at work? in our lives and how have you seen this truth in your own life
2: well i think that a change in perspective is crucial because we we live in a fallen world amy and that state of our world shapes the way we view god oftentimes because we live in our flesh still and although uh, the Holy Spirit is continually transforming us when we let Him to be more like Jesus, uh, we will always have this this flesh side of ourselves to deal with on this side of eternity. And oftentimes the way we view God is through our fleshly desires. And, you know, we want what we want. Uh, we want it now. <laughs> and we live in a, a culture where where our minds are trained that we have to have it now you know, and so we don't view waiting as something that's valuable. Uh, We don't view it as a way that God can transform us and use the journey as much as the end destination, and so um, we have to continually transform our perspective. Like it says in Romans, we're renewing our minds um, to see Him in new ways, and so I think that it's important because unless we're viewing the struggle that we go through as something that god can use for our good and for his glory then we're going to assume he's abandoned us Um, and that assumption can lead us into further darkness Um, and i talk about that in the book Where, uh, Paul, or excuse me, not Paul, uh, David, in one of the, one of his Psalms, he actually asked the Lord to protect him from presumptuous sins. And so that is something that he did not take lightly. Uh, but then as he goes on in the Psalm, he sees God's presence through the struggle that he's going through, uh, where he's running from Saul and he's fearing for his life, he sees that God is not there with him. And I think that that's another thing uh, that's important, is just confessing to God how we feel and being completely honest with Him. Um, and that really brings transformation as we get in front of Him and just get raw.
1: I loved how right. you said on page 36, getting completely raw and honest with God brings a divine recognition of who he is, who God is. And right. it that I really loved that chapter. I marked it all up. You said David's reaction shows that being honest with the Lord about our feelings does not send God running. He doesn't run away. He won't abandon us, like you just said. Right. He stays, mm-hmm. and he is faithful, and he, he, he really wants us to come to him in that place of rawness and authenticity we talk about being real getting uh, ready and equipped for an authentic life with god here on the show on real victory radio and that leads me to another question that we ask every guest on our show where have you in your own life experienced the most victory or are you experiencing the most victory right now
2: Yes, I love that question Amy. Well, right now I would say that the place I'm experiencing the most victory is being secure in my position in Christ. And that is a tremendous victory for me because that is a place where I I was not previously. I I felt like I always had to attain my position. I had to fight for my seat at the table and God really did a work, work in me as I got into his word and he just used other people in my life to speak truth into my life. And I realized that my position with him is secure. Um, and it says in Ephesians that he has seated, seated us with him in the heavenly realms. And Paul actually uses the past tense version of that verb. It's not something that will take place. It's something that already has taken place. And even though we have not uh, been reunited with him yet, as we will be, um, we don't have to worry about losing that. Uh, So that's a real victory for me because it changes everything. It changes the way I interact with my kids, with my family. people in my church, and it just carries out into everything in my life, so I'm thankful, very thankful.
1: I love that verse and I love how you pointed out that it's already taken place. It's already a work done. I am always talking about on the show how we have everything we need living inside of us as believers. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us and we have everything we need to live that victorious life. So I love that you pointed that out and what a beautiful picture that is of being already seated. It's already a work that's been done goodness. In Amen. Hebrews, we're told faith is the evidence of things not seen. What encouragement do you have for the person who's taken a step she felt was prompted by God, but then hit a detour?
2: Hmm. Yes, yes. Well, I think that the first bit of advice um, or the encouragement that I would give her, rather, is that we live um, in a world where the enemy is, is still out on the move, and he is trying to use those steps of faith. Um, he's trying to derail us, and he's trying to distract us, and he will use any means possible to do that. And so sometimes when we take that step of faith, we can actually become a target And I don't say that to discourage anyone, but just so everyone is aware um, that that does happen, and we do live in a spiritual battle here on this planet, but the good news is that the Spirit who lives in us is greater and more powerful than anything the enemy can throw at us. Um, And so when we take a step of faith, it's natural for us to expect things to look a certain way, like I talked about before, um, and we can have that vision for the future. But we serve a God who wants to surpass our expectations, and He is infinite. And so the things that we uh, see as obstacles, uh, He may actually use for our benefit. And he sees not only what is going on right now, but what is going to happen in the future. He sees things that could possibly harm us, but he will lead us through that wilderness to victory. Um, and his plan is for our ultimate good. And he also sees the entire, uh, journey, you know. So I think for me personally, I often become laser focused on become, or from getting from point A, To point B. (laughs) And I just, you know, I just want to get there. And so he, but he sees every element of my life and he sees my family. He sees people in my life. And so he, he sees everyone's needs and not just what I think I need. So he will use every, every detour, every roadblock. We just have to go to him with it and ultimately trust him, which I think is the, the difficult part, but the crucial part.
1: It is always a difficult thing to, I mean, you would think that it would be easy for us, especially if we've been walking with the Lord or in a relationship with him for a long time to trust him. But there are times when it isn't that easy. I'm going to put you on the spot with this detour thing. What do you, what is one tip that we can do to help us change our focus from, you know, what we thought was going to happen the expectations to what we you know what we can't see happening to the detour what what can we do to help us get our eyes back on on the Lord? Well I think that
2: um, one thing that we have to remember is that God is going to love us through all of it. I think a lot of times what I hear, constantly with, with these detours or interruptions is, uh, what is what is God trying to teach me through this? And I like that, but sometimes that can almost feel like punishment when I hear that, and I think that it's important for us to remember that the lens that we need to view God through in every circumstance, whether we're suffering or whether we're frustrated, is that God will always act out of love, perfect love for us. And we don't know anything, um, we don't know perfect love aside from Christ. Our love on our own will always be imperfect apart from the Holy Spirit. But the way He loves us is absolutely perfect and without blemish. And so when something happens in our life, uh, it's not him trying to punish us or you know slap a lure on our wrist or whatever, and I think it's our naturally uh our natural tendency for us to view it that way um, that that's just sort of our default. but I think that we have to remember, like it says in Matthew, you know that he he's not gonna give us a snake when we ask ask him for a loaf, loaf of bread. You know, he's going to give us the very best and even more than we ask for. And so that's what I would say when we when we run into those detours is how is God still loving me through
1: this? That's so good because you said that God always acts out of perfect love for us. So when we hit a detour, we know that we can trust him because he does want the best for us and he's going to give us the good things like a good father. I love that uh, story in Matthew as well. Your book also says when our fears threaten to derail our faith and make us forget what God has done, we have to take time to stop and remember. How is one pl- way that you do that to take that time to stop and remember?
2: Right, right. Well, I One thing that I've started doing, Amy, is I write it down because I am such a forgetful person, and I think that's our human nature, you know. We're just prone to forget, and so I will not only write it down, I'll also share it with others, and I think that that makes it not only a blessing to us to share, but to someone else as well, and that might encourage them in their faith walk. But that's something that we see people doing in Scripture time and time again. When God delivers them from a battle, they stop and they build an altar, they give God a new name, and they really are intentional about stopping and remembering what God has done and then making a way that they will remember in the future when they go through another battle And I think that that's something that today we often lose sight of and that we just want to rush to the next thing on our to-do list or whatever. And so I have, in my own life, had to make a way to stop and really be intentional about remembering. And so those are just a couple of ways that I do that.
1: And you talk about that in that book about how we can build altars of remembrance. And I think that's in maybe chapter six, the power of perspective, the power of perspective, how to build an altar of remembrance, y'all. You can see that one of the uh, different ways that she talks about that is to get a clear mason jar or a bowl. Doesn't have to be fancy. And put some. Colored stones in it and some things that are prevalent to around your home is what you said. And then each time God answers a prayer or provides a need or clears a path, record it by writing on one of the stones with a Sharpie or marker. It can be a one word testimony as to what he did or a name for him and then put those stones in there. I love that idea. That's such a practical, beautiful way yeah. that we can. And then, yeah. you know, you can also use that with your kids.
2: It is, it is, and it also gives you a visual reminder, too. And so whenever you're having a bad day or something is not going the way you thought it would, then you can see that and remember.
1: That's so good. Abby, we are just about out of time, and I want to make sure that we have an opportunity to pray for the listeners. Would you yeah. mind praying, helping us pray out this show? If you start, I'll finish us off. Absolutely.
2: Thank you, Amy. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity to share with Amy and these listeners today. I thank you that you are a God who leads us to victory, and that even when we don't see you in the midst of our circumstances, even when we doubt, that you remain faithful, Lord. When we are faithless, you remain faithful. And so, Lord, I pray that you will just open our eyes to see you in the midst of whatever it is we are going through, that we will know without a doubt that you are the God who is always working, that you never stop, and that you will pave a way in our wilderness, Lord. Thank you.
1: God, you are so good at that. And we just give you all the glory and honor and praise for how you help us to see you. Would you help us to change our focus, to see your presence in our every moment, in every circumstance, in every difficulty that we might show others what you look like and what your love looks like for them. God, I just thank you for Abby and this book. And we just pray that you would bless her mightily and the readers who would get to experience this message through reading her book we just pray that it would go far and wide we ask all of this in your son's powerful name jesus amen abby amen. it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show today this we're talking about abby mcdonald's book shift changing our focus to see the presence of god you can get that wherever books are sold and you can connect with her at that's abby that's a b b y McDonald org she'd love to hear from you thanks so much for being on the show with us today abby thank you for having me absolutely and we want to thank you listeners for making real victory radio part of your day you can connect with us we love to hear from you and you can connect with us at realvictoryradio.org and you can email us at go courageously at realvictoryradio.org o r g we love to hear from you you can listen to any of the past episodes that we have on spotify soundcloud itunes apple and youtube so check it out listen to some past shows and we hope that you will go courageously and live victoriously thanks for making real victory radio part of your day
0: we hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again, Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.